This week's Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by GameFly, and Video Game Apocalypse listeners can go to gameflyoffer.com/lasertime and get a free 30-day trial. Welcome to episode 261 of Veg Game Apocalypse. Uh, I'm your host, Michael, not a Viking, Raparas. <laughs> Who else is here in the Tyler Wild Memorial Studio with me? Uh, Crantista. And special guest? <laughs> Odin's son, Matthew Allen. And special, special guest? Elena Yee, who has no relation to anything related to Norse things. <laughs> I mean, okay. but you can, you can imagine it just like, you know, put a horned hat on something and... Uh, Find a bunch hammer. Of songs about Grog. Yeah. Uh, that is I, not canonical, as no. For Honor taught us. I'm getting into pirate stuff. Now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but uh, God of this this will be uh, be airing the week God of War comes out. The new God 420. of War. Oh, yeah, yeah. Four twenty. Yeah, four twenty. Hitler's birthday. <laughs> Woo. Uh, no. <laughs> but it's it's God of War Nintendo Labo. Uh, it's it's kind of a big week for interesting new beginnings for things. The God of War in particular is trading in its Greek mythology roots for a Norse mythology. Yeah. And I'm really curious to see how it shakes out. I mean, he killed all the Greek gods, so exactly. <laughs> got to move on to a different uh, Yeah, but like, for a while yeah. I was like, oh, his kid uses lightning. Uh, he's probably going to become Odin and his kid's going to become Thor. And like, no, I don't I don't think that's the case. But, uh, but it'll be interesting to see what it does with Norse mythology and the myths of Ragnarok and all that other stuff. But yeah. so this week I thought it would be fun to dive into five other games that have taken yeah. a lot of clear inspiration from Norse mythology. And it's not just Viking stuff, although obviously there's going to be a lot of Viking stuff, but uh, this is... Uh, there's, there's a lot here to dig into that adapts itself very readily to video games. I mean, this is one of the only mythologies that has, like, a big fight at the end of the world baked in and like a big part of the mythology <laughs> yeah. is preparing for this fight at the end of the yeah. world. Don't let Thor Ragnarok fool you. Ragnarok is fucked up. Oh yeah. <laughs> and Final Fantasy 13? Uh yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> it does have Ragnarok in it. Oh, okay. I think they, it, I think Ragnarok's had a couple Final Fantasies if mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah, correctly. probably. There's, and and yeah. Thor and Odin. Pro- o- at least Odin, Odin. Odin's I, a I summon, think, yeah. You know. I think I need an explanation of what Ragnarok is. So Ragnarok is the Twilight of the Gods, where uh basically So you know who Loki So like is, a right? teenage love movie that all the gods go see. Uh, it's Twilight. It's okay. It's okay. Sparkly it's vampires. Okay. Let me get right. I'll, I'll give you the the download. I'll try to do it as fast as possible. Okay. So Balder, favorite of uh, son of the gods, god of light, is killed by some mistletoe wielded by Loki, who's the uh, the, the blood brother yes. of Odin. Who's mm-hmm. yeah, he's a trickster. He's he's part of the Jotun race, who are giants and not actually. He's not an actual god, like Jotun not one of the Aesir before Animaniacs, right? Yes. Yeah, Jotuns. Yeah, <laughs> Yo-tunes. it's kind of like Shotuns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where the gods are. Da, 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 da. I'm waiting for the singing to begin. <laughs> it looks like Jotun. Now we we got through the singing already. Yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> So, Loki and his children are exiled from Asgard and uh, decide to plot to overthrow the gods. So, uh, the goddess Hel uh, comes out of the underworld to, to fight with gods. And I'm probably getting a lot wrong, but I know that, like, it's all bullshit. Fenris, the wolf, <laughs> uh, or Fenrir, uh, mm-hmm. eats the sun. 
and uh, there's something to do with a serpent that circles the world, and uh, yes. yeah, it's... Ragnarok is a thing. Yeah, not not only Ragnarok, the gods are not victorious. Everybody dies. It is the end of the world. Mm. Uh, So that's like the... I'm not sure if that's like supposed to be the prophecy of the end times or if it's just like, yeah, no, this happened and that's why the gods aren't with us anymore. Mm. Um, It's cheerful regardless. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Can I just point out, when when I search for Ragnarok, uh, the first search result is Thor Ragnarok. Of course it is. So the MCU has officially gotten the SEO priority. And and away from... There's a character who looks like Thor called Ragnarok. Is there? Yes, uh, at least in Puzzle Quest. That sounds like a bad team in T villain. Like uh, it's Ragnarok. Yeah. There's a, there's a Guar album called Ragnarok and Roll or <laughs> it's just I think the song is Ragnarok and Roll. The album's just Ragnarok. The album just has a talking dick on the front. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And in everything As they else. Do. Yes. Speaking of which, while we're on the topic of Guar, oh. I was Uh-oh. looking at the endings for the Beavis and Butthead games. Uh, last Virtual night. stupidity? Uh, no, the the Super Nintendo and oh, Genesis yes. ones mm-hmm. that are terrible. And uh, the Super Nintendo one only has two members of Guar on screen at the end. Couldn't render that shit. It's, yeah, Bal- Balzac and uh, <laughs> Odorous, the lead singer. And uh, I guess it's actually pronounced Balsack, the Jaws of Death. He's the guy with the big bear trap on his face. Yes, sure. Uh, and then the Genesis version has all the members of Guar on uh, screen, so it's clearly the better version. Anyway. Me and Odious are our Eskimo brothers, just yeah. putting that out there. You guys you guys shouldn't let me talk this much. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think that's probably a pretty good lead-in mm. for a top five uh, Norse-inspired games, which we'll get to right after this. It is a great time for video games right now, folks. Far Cry 5, Kirby Star Allies, A Way Out, Monster Hunter World, Sea of Thieves, Nino Kuni, and even remastered editions of Shadow of the Colossus and Burnout Paradise. <sighs> so how would you like to play all these games for a fraction of the price of a single one of them? Well, then you need to take advantage of Gamefly, and our listeners can go to GameflyOffer.com slash LazerTime to get a free 30-day trial or get an introductory rate of $9.50 on your first three months. That's less than 10 bucks. Gamefly works like Netflix. You make a queue, Gamefly ships you the games free in your prioritized order, and you ship them back as often as you'd like. It's like having access to every game for the cost of two or three games a year. And hey, if you're liking a game a lot and you want to keep it, Gamefly will let you buy it back from them at a reduced price, and they'll send you the box and manual so you can jump back into your queue. It's like a try before you buy, except you have access to the entire game for as long as you'd like. And all for just $9.50 if you take advantage of our offer at GameflyOffer.com Laser time, or hey, just enjoy 30 days for free. Thank you, Gamefly. And we're back to do what? Look at five games that are based Four. on Norse mythology. Oh. Okay. Heavily inspired by. Um, so let's jump in with. Number five. Look around you, Skari. Midgard is dying. You will become my champion here on Midgard and lead my people against the Legion of Hell. Queen of the Underworld, who now seeks possession of this realm. Uh, this is a game that is said widely to be underrated and is, in fact, one of the favorite games of our former boss, Fran Reyes. Oh, I feel like this is a quiz I'm going to fail. Yeah, this is, it, uh, it I'm sorry, Fran. It was put out by Sega. Deadly Premonition? It's no. called Viking Battle for Asgard, and I feel like Whoa. it was... 
everywhere in game stores for the last 10 years. It's got a name that says, hey, nobody buy this. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> like, yeah, we're, we kind of have a bland-looking hero on the cover. Uh, lots yeah. of snow. I see lots of but, snow. Yeah. Uh, it looks like The Witcher on the cover. Yeah, playing a bit of it, it is like semi-open world. Uh, clearly borrows a bit from Assassin's Creed and a lot from God of War to mm. the point where, like, yeah, you're just kind of hacking and slashing your way through uh, armies of dead guys and then, like, red orbs pop up that refill your health and you have to like jam on buttons to open chests oh and things like that it's very you want to sue very god of War. A, a lot of people were doing that at yeah, the time like true. the conan game that came out is basically Crush me with your love. god of War. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's what happened when you got power ups by touching topless women uh-huh. uh, but, uh this is only 10 years ago it's yeah. insane <laughs> i got you got achievements for it <laughs> and this somehow feels like a very <laughs> A very 2008 game, like, in, in that period when games were kind of in between, like, PS2 era and, like, what 360 games would become, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of it sounded like this. That sounds about right. Like, uh, Tom, <laughs> your main character doesn't really talk. <laughs> 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 yeah, dude. Oh, that's good. Uh, Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Your main, <laughs> main character doesn't really talk. He just grunts a lot. Uh, when you you can beat up opponents, and then when you get them on the ropes, a little uh, button prompt appears above them, so you move in, and you can like do crazy Game shit, play. like slicing them in half or cutting off oh. their heads. Yeah, or, quick time events, yeah. just like another game. Yeah, mm. just like God of War. And uh, yeah, one of your mm. one of your weapons in this, I think you fight with like a sword and a Dane axe, and of course, it, like uh, Kratos uses like a. Danax that works like a boomerang in the new God of War, so mm. that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, anyway, um, here's a little bit more exposition for you. Hell herself was once a denizen of Asgard, a goddess as beautiful as the dawning sun. It is said that she betrayed Odin, the ruler of the gods, to overthrow him. In his fury, Odin banished Hell to the underworld. Others believe that the jealous goddess Freya was the true architect of Hell's downfall. So, at the beginning of Viking Battle for Asgard, or Asgard, as he says, uh, <laughs> I don't think you should ever pronounce it like that. Uh, your your character Skarin gets stabbed through the chest, and not only does uh. this doesn't kill him, he just kind of sits there looking around at other people dying. And so, like yeah. the goddess Freya shows up, it's like, "Hey, uh, be my chosen one, my champion. I'll revive you and give you powers." I guess we should warn people. Uh, one of the staples of Norse mythology, you're going to hear a lot about people getting stabbed through the chest, and mm-hmm. it's just generally a bleak outlook on life. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of. Well, you know, they come from the land of the ice and snow, and uh, yeah. <laughs> Greek mythology <laughs> yeah. is all sunshine and rainbows in comparison. Oh, yeah. yeah. At least people get married occasionally. This well, is like, they this, do a lot of boffing. This is, <laughs> just saying. But yeah. this is just basically Game of Thrones of the gods. Yeah. Where does Hagar yeah. the Horrible fit into all this is what I want. Who? Uh, Hagar the Horrible? Uh, he's he's, the comic he's guy, DLC. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, when when did the Vikings discover golf? That's where he fits <laughs> When did they start putting their helmets on little ducks? <laughs> <laughs> Too many Hagar references. We are uh, old. Yeah, already. So, <laughs> which, if you enjoy, there is an episode of Laser Time all That's about, all about comic, comic strips. You can hear Frank Welker do his voice. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. So you you uh, you were made no, no. the Peter Cullen. Sorry. Oh. Optimus Prime. Oh Hagar. yes, yes, yes. Even better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you are, and, and I I will say uh, even though I really like Peter Cullen's Optimus, I think Frank Welker has much bigger range. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, 
Back to Viking battle for Asgard. Oh. <laughs> you are made the chosen of Freya, and you have to battle the legions of Hel, who is trying to uh, take control of Midgard, the, the world of mortals, uh, because being banished to the underworld made her ugly, like it burned off all her skin, so she's mm. like, I have to reclaim my beauty. It's like a drug to me. And uh, so, so yeah. she's gonna do it by skinning humans and applying it to her face, Maybe. or yeah. what? Yeah. She's like Cruella Deville. Are you a bus <laughs> size fourteen? Gonna, you know. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. Yeah, play yeah, she's the Buffalo Bill of the Norse mythology. I didn't play that far into this. Maybe there's a scene where you're trapped in a pit, and she, you make, she makes you put the lotion on it. It puts the lotion Thou on. Thou puts the skin. lotion in the basket. <laughs> Crack of thunder. Uh, Thou puts the dog in the basket. Now tuck your cock between your legs and dance. <laughs> <laughs> me. That might make the main character more interesting, actually. Because he's he's just a grimacing, like, I look prettier than everybody else, but all I really do is stab things. Yeah. <laughs> it's a stabbing simulator. Right. But, uh, but I, I have heard a lot of good things about this. I don't think it was well-reviewed when it came out, but a lot of people seem to really like it. It's a weird period for Sega. They had a ton of games like that. Yeah, and... yeah. When they were trying to just become... like I. It was said that they were trying to become the new EA. Yeah. They, they were least, just like, yeah, let's just pile it on. Let's publish a bunch of different stuff. Introduce and, a ton of new IP. Mm-hmm. Use none of none of this Billy Hatcher horse shit that wasn't <laughs> doing anything for us. True. Mm-hmm. Well, they no longer had to support their own piece of hardware. And so I guess, yeah. theoretically, they had cool. extra cash to invest in Holy shit. Development. This game's mm-hmm. expensive on Amazon. You can still it really? buy it for $42. I think Whoa. you can just get it on Steam. Like, I, I, I got it in a Steam sale for cheap, so... Mm. We can buy it used for $7. I just want to... Hmm. I wonder if I could be banned from YouTube for streaming this fucking Conan game. It is real dumb. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> it's also from an age when uh, there were a lot more boobs in video games. Yeah. That was acceptable. It was, yeah. it was awesome. Mm-hmm. As opposed to boobs talking no. about video no. games. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just us. What a couple of ding a <laughs> <laughs> What a maroon. <laughs> What a, ma- <laughs> a maroon. That's what I said. Oh, he said maroon. I said, what a maroon. Ma- what, a, what a maroon. Hmm. Uh, and, and I think, what is it, I, I wrote like a, I had to write a thing for Games Radar about mm-hmm. like a video about Conan that we were putting up, so I just, Oof. for some reason, decided to write it in the voice of Conan, so it was, <laughs> you did, the <laughs> byline was Conan of Samaria, comma, Games Radar Hyboria, <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, he he talks about like his great deeds, and uh, yeah. then like, Let's watch this video, and then he he hates the video. Is like crumbs, devils. Do these developers think me a simpleton interested only in breaking chains? That just goes and like breaks the chains of these uh, captive women, and then just like leaves them there to fend for themselves. Yeah, but they're like they're like the fucking <laughs> they're like the captive guys in Metal Slug to that game. Yeah, they're like every six true. inches. Yeah. Uh, Crush me with your love. <laughs> and if those guys in Metal Slug were saying crush me with your love, that would just be hilarious. I'm off to be homeless forever. That's what I always imagine them saying. All right, so, yeah. Um, let's move on to... Number four. Letterman? Icelandic narration? <laughs> oh. Yeah. From a female Viking hero? That wasn't real language. That was just someone making the sounding <laughs> yeah. sounds with their it, mouth. it was Icelandic. It was a commercial for Eve Online. <laughs> 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 That's what it was. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this is Jotun. Ah, which, yes. Uh, playing it, this probably should have gone on our list of games that were inspired by Shadow of the Colossus. Because oh. it's very similar in that you're like thrown into this big hand-drawn two-dimensional open world what? that you have to like find your way around and uh, 
you, like there aren't really a lot of enemies. How do you spell this thing? It's J O T U N. There's my yeah. first. There's Again, where I went wrong. Looks like it should be Jotun. <laughs> uh, but you you are fighting uh, gigantic monsters or trying to find things that will allow you to challenge these gigantic monsters, and then when you do, like you're in for some really tough fucking battles. <laughs> That that's just like a basic fight against like uh, early on you you have you find this barrow mound and you have to like uh, locate these three spirits that can open it for you and then once once you do then like this dead guy shambles out and he keeps like getting bigger and smaller as you hack at him with your axe mm-hmm. but I mean the gameplay is is really simple like you just you you can strike with your axe you can dodge roll out of the way of things and you can do like a power strike that takes a second to charge up. Yeah. And, uh, this was pretty cool. And with that, you have to bring down giants. Hmm. And uh, the the Icelandic narration isn't just the main character, Thora, uh, which you know, great name for a female Viking warrior, Thora. I get it. Ah, I get it. I see what they did there. But it's you also hear it from gods who are trying to guide you along the path. <laughs> You are you, the navigator. I'm telling you to find the runes to challenge the Jotun and, and impress the gods. And the game actually begins with your death. Like, the, the main character uh, falls off a boat and uh, drowns and then wakes up in this uh, this world where she has to go and fight the Jotun. So maybe she's an Ein or something. I, I, I'm so disinterested, disinterested by Nor- Norse mythology, I overlooked this entirely. It's, yeah. I... I I think I got this in a humble bundle. It's it's mm. one of those games that's been mm. in my library I've been meaning to go after because I like this. It has uh, gameplay wise, it sort of looks like a hyper light drifter, mm-hmm. sort of an isometric view, yeah. um, and then it, it it has to pull way back because the bosses, as you mentioned, Shadow of the Colossus yeah. style, they're they are enormous. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, and so you're a tiny little speck that you navigate around on the screen, and like the I've gotten as far as like the first real boss, mm-hmm. which is this massive. Uh, tree woman thing that like starts out as a flower you hit the flower and then it like sprouts all these roots and this giant obese body and like it just starts like slamming you and like putting down roots that block you into like one narrow path where like if you don't get your way uh, if you don't hack your way out of here quickly you will get hit when it starts Mm. slamming the ground and uh yeah it's 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 a really fascinating game and it's cheap it's uh you know fifteen dollars uh through Steam or the online service of your Viking choice. Viking battle for Ars- Arsgard. Arsgard. Yeah. Arsgard. Just think Asgard. Asgard. It guards your ass. Yes. Asgard. <laughs> yeah, think, uh, think of that thing my, my dad put on me when he saw me take a boy home once. Oh, no. Um, yeah, he did that to me. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. He bought you two video games for Christmas. That's though, true. So all's forgiven. All's forgiven. <laughs> Debt repaid. Um, yeah. But yeah, a pretty cool game, but uh, not as cool as... Number three. Also not as hard to find as this. To my side, my noble I'm Harion. Uh, wow, that voice acting. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is... <laughs> sounded like a He-Man. PlayStation-era voice acting that mm-hmm. then appeared oh. again on PSP. Uh, this is Valkyrie Profile. Oh, okay. Ow. Also known as Valkyrie Profile Leneth, to distinguish it from the sequel Valkyrie Profile Silmeria. Uh, <laughs> we don't want this game to succeed. No. <laughs> but this this was a really cool like it it has sort of a cult following. It's a JRPG. 
Uh, melancholy as fuck, but really fun gameplay where you are playing as a Valkyrie mm-hmm. named Leneth, tasked with uh, collecting souls of fallen warriors for to prepare for Ragnarok. I'll let Odin explain it. Leneth Valkyrie. I would not summon you, the greatest of the three goddesses who govern destiny, without good cause. Yes, my lord. A lot of pauses here. Mm. It's a JRPG. The head of Mimir has told me that Ragnarok, the end of the world, draws near. Ragnarok? Yeah. It's like, oh, I was thinking of something else. Wait, you said Ragnarok? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking the invitation said anything about Ragnarok. <laughs> oh, man. I just, it's just, I'm sorry. I know it's like, what, almost 20 years old at this point? Well, yeah. And it's a dub, so that obviously mm-hmm. plays into it. But that contrast between the dude that's like, majesty yeah. and like yeah. beyond. And she's just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like Valkyrie Profile... Um, Again, collecting the souls of dead warriors, or Einherjar, uh, if you're familiar, like with um, the whole idea of Valhalla. Uh, you've heard you've yes. heard the word Valhalla. Yes, of course. Isn't it hell? No, it's heaven. <laughs> oh. It's where well, you go in Skyrim. It's, it's uh. heaven for the warriors who have fallen in in, in battle. Yes. Okay, yes. and uh, where they get to basically fight all the time. Uh, but then regenerate and uh, yeah, it's all it's fighting, feasting, and fucking. I think yeah, is basically. Valhalla, basically three Fs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but apparently the real reason they're there, according to Valkyrie profile, those those souls are called Einherjar, mm-hmm. and they are there to prepare it to be Odin's army uh, during Ragnarok, during okay. the Twilight of the Gods, Judgment Day, whatever you want to call it. Mm. And because you are collecting the souls of dead warriors, this story follows a lot of really sad arcs where you are trying to help people and then they die and you collect them. So you, you get to know these characters and then like, oh, I died tragically. I guess I'll go be your servant in heaven now. Uh, Jesus. That's some dark that's, shit. That's, that's yeah. what I felt like yeah. applying for colleges. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's all sad, like uh, mild spoilers. To avoid major spoilers for the first chapter of Valkyrie Profile, Fast forward 20 seconds. Like the first story arc is like, I think there's like a princess and a mercenary who's tasked with protecting her. The princess is magically transformed into a monster that then has to be killed. And then the the mercenary takes the blame for it and he manages to kill the person responsible. But then he commits suicide. And that's, he's got a lot of souls. Yeah, yeah. it's fucked up. And that's, that's just like the first couple hours right there. That's... Yeah. As you, as you said, beginning. it's a JRPG. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. You're, and if, if you're curious with the names, these are published by Square, which explains why mm-hmm. the naming convention's a little bit out there. Yeah, uh, they were, mm. It has a lot of poignant things to say about death. Mm. The death of a loved one. For they that remain, the wounds grow deeper and deeper. They that remain grow weaker and weaker, an agony incomparable, their hearts in bondage. Uh, this is the main character speaking to the spirit of a warrior whose girlfriend that he left behind is is oh. tormented by his absence. See, I thought they'd just stolen my teenage poetry. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't sound they like did a Creed song. Their hearts in bondage. The agony goes deeper and deeper. Their hearts in bondage, yeah, it but it's okay. Song. They're into it. Their hearts in bondage. <laughs> Tony Braxton played in thy background. <laughs> oh, man. 
But then, like the the actual gameplay is like instead of like wandering around a world map, like you go you fly around a world map, which is awesome. Number mm. one, and then mm. you go into dungeons. The dungeons are all like action side scrollers, where you as Lanith are like uh, making these ice platforms and jumping around. When you run into a monster, then it's like it goes into like a JRPG style battle where mm. you summon your Ein Harryar to help you. It's it's a lot of fun. It's really cool. Nobody bought it. It failed, but it's re- I think it's probably it's really expensive to get Only Japan on bought now. it. Like it's, it's yeah. in, Japan was fine with it. It, 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 it said it may have sold 40,000 copies worldwide. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> According to its wiki page, which I don't know if but that's it, true. I mean, so that was the original. I mean, that there have been like four games since, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess sold well enough for them to keep making them. I well, guess. I think the Japanese audience ate enough of it. And liked it and wanted more. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, I guess we can give it a try. It's just that fucking PS1 era. It's fascinating that all these yeah. big Japanese companies not only delivered on their prior franchises, but fucking did crazy shit all the time. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think the first one was well-reviewed mm-hmm. and didn't sell too well mm-hmm. when it came out on PSX. Then when the second one came out on PS2, they also released it alongside a PSP mm. remake of the first game, which probably sold a bit better. It said 60,000 copies worldwide. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> we sold more commentaries on Bandcamp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but your commentaries don't true. cost $60. That is not true. Yes, that is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. All right, well, that it's it's pretty great, uh, but let's move on to... Number two. Our king is bestowed with divine grace. Prepare yourself, queen of the ghosts. I, King Odin's daughter Gwendolyn, shall be the one to take your life. So, you call me a ghost. The demon lord's daughter is bold indeed. This is a little uh, little bit of a take-off take a, take from... Mm-hmm our previous things in that it's not directly a Viking world, but it is very heavily influenced by Norse mythology. Ah, yes. This is Odin's Odin's Sphere. Sphere. That's what I thought it was. That a grim grim wire. (laughs) (laughs) Both vanilla way games. Kind of speak to a niche audience. I played both for 30 minutes. This is really good. I'll never touch it again. I think think Odin's Sphere is like possibly their most accessible game Mm because it's just like straight up action it's it feels like a 2d devil may cry where you're just unleashing crazy ass combos on giant monsters and not so giant monsters for a lot of it and uh it's a really engaging action RPG. The problem is it's like I I got like about maybe 10 12 hours into this story and then I was like oh there's like five more of these stories. Whoa. <laughs> it go, it goes on you for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little too big for me. I I couldn't get into the the other things but um uh, there's there's a bunch of Norse stuff in here. I have heard about the ring. Wagner is a terrifying dragon that King Odin once fought, but could not kill. If even the king could not defeat it, what can we do? Piling on the operatic references there. <laughs> I know, I was like, Wagner? Yeah. <laughs> Wagner. And there's Wagner. In the, Wagner, the creator of uh, Ring of the Nibelung, and uh, there's the Valkyries. Yeah, exactly. There's Which a, I now know what they are. Yeah, kill the wabbit, kill the wabbit. You didn't know what Valkyries were? No. Did we not explain that adequately? No, you did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I blame my history teachers. I don't know. Yeah, they should have like this is what a Valkyrie is. It's important that you know for history. And this is a Valkyrie profile. I want that yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you draw the Valkyrie in profile. I don't want any front-facing Valkyries. But don't, if you work at an airport, never profile a Valkyrie. No. 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 We're against that. It's not American. You see a woman with a winged helmet, you do not pull her aside just because she's wearing a winged helmet. Uh, 
Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the 80 so, year old grandmother right behind her in line is way more dangerous. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. But uh, Odin's Sphere, again, the, the first character that you play as is Gwendolyn, who's a Valkyrie. And in, it's, this is like a really unique take on Valkyries in that like, they look like swans. Mm-hmm. And she can like uh, fly with wings that like sprout from her hips rather than her back, because that's where like the swan body sort of is. No, right. I think in terms of human physics, that probably works. It's a better place to put wings. Yeah, yeah, generally. But she has a spear that can collect souls as oh. she fights, and uh, she can use their power to uh, accomplish various things. For example, you can use collected souls to grow food, that is Girl. then uh, cooked up by this guy. <laughs> it's not collective souls. I didn't right <laughs> to make that reference. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> but you can you can use that power to quickly grow food, which is then cooked up by this guy. A pleasure to meet you. You're a Valkyrie from the Demon Lord's realm, yes? My name is Mori. I'm known as the Traveling Puka Ship. Let's see who the real father oh, is. Right. <laughs> it seems you have the recipes I'm looking for. If you hand me it and the ingredients, I shall do my best to prepare the dish for you. This is, oddly enough, one of the most addicting parts of the game. Really? In that, mm-hmm. like, you will find these bells scattered throughout the world, and then, like, you ring them, and this little rabbit-looking guy pops off, and he's like, Yeah, I'll make you food. Just give me a recipe and some, some r- ingredients. And then the food that you eat, like, powers you up to ridiculous mm. levels. Like... Mm. It's it's one of the best, the fastest ways to level up your character. So I yeah, I spent a lot of time like I'm gonna yeah use all these souls to like grow a bunch of uh, different fruits and take them to them and yeah, hmm. it's a really really cool game and and Odin for his part uh, appears as like this gigantic hunched uh, king in like full armor when he walks it makes these boom 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 noises <laughs> yeah it's kind of like the t-rex in jurassic park <laughs> i just remember this game came out toward the end of the ps2 life cycle it, it was one of those if you had already kind of moved on to ps3 you might have missed it and that they did release a remake a few yeah. years later but it was it life was crossier i think it's called it was just yeah. always a beautiful game though because it is uh 2d it's it's hand-drawn 2d mm-hmm. um I think during the levels it's kind of side scrolling or whatever, but it's still yeah, it's worth going back to. But but sort of like Chris, it's like I had played it for probably thirty or forty minutes the first time, and I said, well, I don't really want to go back and play a PS2 game. Uh, and mm. so then yeah, I kind of came back with the remake, and they've never managed to quite hook me, but they always looked very promising. Yeah, the the PS4 Vita version is excellent. That's yeah. that's mainly what this I've game played. reviewed really well. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's super fast. It's super fun to play. Mm. Um, I mean, it's it's not a, a dense game. It's just a really long. So I got kind of intimidated. It's like, okay, I feel like this character has reached a natural endpoint. I'm not 100% sure that I'm interested in seeing the story from other perspectives Mm -hmm. now because this has been really long. Right. Uh, But I'll go back to it. I've got other depressing Viking games to play. (laughs) Yeah, speaking of depressing Viking games, here's the most depressing. There will be no more stories after this one. You guys know what this is, right? That pick up? Did somebody die off mic? Just <laughs> it was very well timed. Yeah, that was perfect. Uh, no. No? That's some dark stuff, man. You, you had a glimmer of recognition, Elena. Well, then it went away after oh. the dead body dropped See, behind I us. I thought when you said depressing Viking thing, I was immediately went to Banner Saga. Uh, and maybe it's just because the hand-drawn animation stuff was there. So no, Yeah, I, I did look that. at Banner Saga, but that's not what this is. Okay, what is this? Here's another hint. She's finally arrived in the land of mist and fog. Beowulf. The place the Northmen call hell. 
trees. Oh, wait, is this... Chris tomb- finds this hilarious. No, no. <laughs> is this Tomb Raider? Is this- no, this oh. is Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Oh, oh. I thought this might have been Tomb Raider this. Underworld, which also has a little uh, bit of Norse stuff in there. So. Well, this this is... Uh, you are playing as a character with, like, psychosis or schizophrenia, I, possibly right. a combination of the two. Just all the things. Yeah. The psychosis, <laughs> the, the professional uh, lucha wrestler from the 90s, that psychosis? Uh, no, Damn no it. actual psychosis. Oh, oh like, the real the, deal. The game oh, begins okay. with like a thing about like from the American Psychological Association or something. That it's it's like we are trying to portray this as accurately and sensitively right. as possible. And so you are playing as this Viking warrior named Senua, who uh, suffers from this uh, condition where like you you suffer it along with her that she constantly hears voices in her head. She uh, attaches meaning and symbolism to things that maybe shouldn't have that attached to, and you're never quite sure what's real and what's not mm. as she ventures into the Viking underworld to uh, reclaim the soul of her beloved. So you get these really great performances where like, the camera will just focus in on her face and everything else around her goes dark and she says things like this. You took him from me. Game. Yeah, yeah, it is. The voice is acting really is superb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, like the the fact that they say the main character is not is like performed by mm-hmm. in right. the, the opening credits. It does feel a lot like if you turned a performance art piece into a video game. That's this is what it is. It's actually funny you mentioned the voice acting because the performer won an award at the video game awards at the yeah, end of last right. year. Yeah, and it turns out she is not a professional actress. She was trade. supposed to be placeholder. She was placeholder because she's one of the animators on the game. Really, and she was <laughs> wow. just that good. That not only did they leave her in the game, she won for best performance in a video game last year at uh, at the Keeleys, if you will. Yeah, also, <laughs> also just if I, <laughs> God, I hope. Oh, we need to start calling the man. <laughs> uh, I, I if he di- I'm not the first to call. If he that. dies and there's no Me Too stuff about him in the next like two years, they will call it that from here on out. Um, <laughs> what? Oh, oh, the Keeleys. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, if Keely dies, um, which no one here is praying for. Um, He's a very nice guy. Not even a little I bit. mean, I know it's a depressing topic, but Jesus. No. <laughs> no, and I also, it's all about I also just, now. like, I, it's Ninja Theory, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, I love Ninja Theory and that this was an experimental game that didn't need to be 90 hours long. It's mm-hmm. just as long as it needs to be. It's right. inexpensive and it's a new model for a AAA game. And mm-hmm. I think you, everyone should check this they, out. They actually yeah. they called it an independent AAA game. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I loved it. Because it's $30, I want to yeah, say, it's full like, price. It's a really small team that worked on it. Mm-hmm. But it looks amazing. Yeah. And uh, before you think that it's just stumbling around uh, suffering from voices in your head, which, yeah, by yeah. the way, play it with headphones if you yeah, play it at all. crazy. Because like, you'll get this like surround sound thing where it, it feels like people are whispering in your ear or standing behind you and whispering. And yeah, yeah it's, it's mm-hmm. creepy as hell to play through. Uh, as, as you go to plead for the soul of your beloved from the goddess Hell, who we've already heard quite a bit about in yeah. this show, but before you think it's just depressing, there is a bunch of combat and cool Viking shit. Listen to me, Senua. The goddess Hela 
lies behind the gate to Helheim. To open the gate, you must first face the gods that guard it. The god of fire, Surt, and the god of illusion, Van Raven. Spill their blood to open the gate to Helheim and enter the land of the dead. Everybody knows the goddess Hela actually lives in Northern California. I, I was going to make that reference. <laughs> no! on, on a train to Oakland, like I saw two advertisements that used the word Hela in it. Like, yeah. and I, it's, it's in my vernacular now, like, so ironically. As, as a native SoCal, that's one of the ways we can always tell that someone's from Northern California is if they said Hela, and I hated the expression growing up. Yeah. And then like, after No, I, you use proper English and you say hell of. <laughs> but after moving here, it was about... Probably five years, and I, I was just—I hated hearing it from people. I said it, and I went, "Oh God, I've become one of them." <laughs> so easy. Yeah. You know, my favorite tweet from like recent weeks was uh, someone said something like, "You know, you've moved um, be- from being a child to an adult when you go um, from Hecka to Hella." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just—it's just a natural point in hyphiness. Like you, you yeah. gotta. <laughs> <laughs> Look, when you're getting hella hyphy on on 101, uh, is this a national show? Is any yeah. does anybody get any of this? Oh no. my god, no. or should you? I mean, the rents around here are hella high. Uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Homelessness is crazy hype. <laughs> <laughs> if um, only it was crazy hype. Yeah. I don't even know what it means. Uh, yeah. It means mm. was well, like hyperactive or nah, just just watch Silicon Valley, everyone. It's it's <laughs> actually go. very accurate to how things. It's are the same here. experience as listening to the show <laughs> <laughs> right now in these these few. Minutes. I want to go play this game again. We yeah. didn't finish it. Yeah, you know, you should. And uh, that's that's actually a great stopping point so that mm-hmm. you can go play Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Yeah! Uh, that's That's been our top five. Uh, obviously, there were a bunch of games that uh, got left on the cutting room floor here. Like, uh, as you mentioned, Banner Saga. Banner Saga. That's really good. Not not more influenced by uh, Norse traditions and culture than, than like, actual mythology. So, uh, <laughs> yes, Don Bluth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Ralph Bakshi, little bit. <laughs> yeah, I would also, uh, one of my favorites, not really, uh, Too Human is one that I thought ah, might yes. make the list just for its Ezra notoriety. Balder, yeah, yeah. But it's like a cyberpunk ball. It's like cyberpunk Norse mythology, yeah. yeah. Where I think you are in Valhalla. That's kind of your home base. Is, is, and, is, and obviously is, Skyrim takes a bunch of cues too. It has Draugr and yeah. various... Uh, well, like I mentioned, Valhalla is in Skyrim. There, there's yeah, a, it's point. just called Sovngarde. Is, yeah. is, Actraiser doesn't apply. Actraiser... So Not originally really. when I was speaking to Michael, we were, I was saying, hey, you know, games with God, with mythologies in them, and, and Actraiser immediately came to mind. But I think that you are God, right? Like, you yes. play the God, mm-hmm. and, and so you're just a general God. Mm-hmm. General I, mean, I, capital I thought G I was God. pretty good at it. But <laughs> I mean, I love, love the music from that game. Love that game, actually. Ah, yeah. mm-hmm. Beautiful music. Um, but that's been our top five, so let's go out with some plugs. Uh, Elena, where can people find your stuff? Um, I am at Morphing Ball on Twitter. Uh, nothing exciting right now. I probably have yet more tweets about how I'm not following my diet. Oh, no. Or things, uh, or things about cats. <laughs> I love the cats. <laughs> as long yeah, as your the cats aren't part cat, of the right? diet, then... No, uh, it's actually uh, VG Cats. Um, uh, oh, yeah. oh. It's like Reference. Samus, like touching something gross. No, it's so it's a it's um so there's a uh, let's see it's a comic based on like Christmas parties, oh, and okay. so basically it's Samus discovering that she slept with Master Chief <laughs> <laughs> and just going completely gray. Well, who, by the way, wears yeah. what kind of armor does Master Chief wear? Uh, Mjolnir. Mjolnir. There you go. Norse yeah. mythology, right there. Yeah. 
Also consider. <laughs> I, don't, I just Elena did a dance pose for me that made me do air horns for some reason. <laughs> also considered Max Payne for this, uh, which oh. is like has a huh. ton of references to Norse mythology. Like your your uh, partner Balder is like the one of the first people to get killed, and that kicks off this whole revenge thing again about this drug called Valkyr and. Mm. Uh, People who are on Valkyr go to a place called Valhalla. <laughs> oh, God. It's the prequel to the new God of War. He has the shaved head in Max Payne 3. He becomes... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then that, that bit in Max Payne where you're navigating a hallucination and like or a, a fever dream and like walking along a path of blood to get to your yeah. family is identical. Like They did that basically the same thing at the end of God of War 3. Ah, yes. Where you're, yeah, in just like a shadow world and following a blood path. Are you excited about the new God of War? I am. I'm really I'm really jazzed to see what they do with it. Mm. Mm. I've got to figure cool. out what my 420 money's going. I mean, it's out this <laughs> week, so uh, right after just we get know. done with this, I'm going to go play it. Labo, Labo, Labo. I think stoners have a tough choice on 420. It's either uh, the depressing uh, Norse mythology game or the game where you can make a bird out of cardboard and, and hook it up mm-hmm. to your Switch. Yeah, my original idea for this was like, which games use the most cardboard? Like, <laughs> To try and find the biggest special edition of all time. I mean, other than the breakdancing games I used to play in the 80s, right? That's, <laughs> just, just, I no, got it. You guys didn't do that? I Damn it. Uh, uh, I, well, I just wanted to see what the biggest special edition was. Because maybe up until that I Am 8-bit uh, sex, ro- sex robot or whatever we're talking about for Inside. Oh, the Inside, yeah. The $400 special edition where they yeah. partnered with Real Doll. For $400, it's not going to be a full-size yeah. sex yeah. box. Yeah, yes. That, that'd be disgusting. I would never <laughs> fuck something that was $400. <laughs> You have far more expensive chase. I wouldn't spit on it or fuck it. Yeah, four hundred dollars. It's not even worth cleaning out. You might as well just throw it away. <laughs> God, I was wondering who was going to escalate uh, that. Uh, yeah, um, I well, should have known it was going to be Michael. All right. So we're talking plugs. We've already plugged Real Doll. We've plugged yeah. uh, the special edition for Why don't you plug Patreon or yeah, something else. Yeah. Uh, go to patreon.com slash laser time. You can't have sex with it. Uh, but you, you, can, can. You, you can. You can insert it into your ear holes uh, you, by the form of a weekly exclusive podcast just for you, uh, as well as a bunch of other podcastery incentives, including commentaries and uh, fully movie commentaries and video commentaries, and hopefully more very soon. Yeah, uh, yeah thanks for your support, y'all. Uh, and if you enjoy hearing about old games, 302010 is a weekly show that comes out every Thursday that examines that week in pop culture for th- everything in movies, games, TV, music, and more. Yes. Uh, and so if you want to check that out, go to uh, 302010.net. Dot .net or lasertimepodcast.com or wherever you get your stupid podcast. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, as always, you can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. Me personally, at Wikiparas. And uh, this will be the last of our top five only episodes. Mm-hmm. Next week, we're going to come back with a banger finale. And then we're going to go on hiatus for a while. We'll see what happens. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. strife someone got drunk where, where did i leave it off? gets I, pretty dark at the end there's some shit that happens you're like oh damn yeah. hmm. oh boy yep much like real life <laughs> <laughs> and again we're starting on a depressing note damn straight uh, it's the right way to get into the podcast mindset <laughs> <laughs>
My life is a goddamn mess. 